So, with the early signing period for recruiting, that is a newer thing in college football, most of Notre Dame's class has already been secured prior to this week's official recruiting uh, deadline for announcement. So, with this class being over, a couple different thoughts. One is, I do think this class offers more explosive potential than the last you. I think last year was pretty good. This year, I feel even more confident. There's more guys in this class that have that explosive upside capability. Hopefully, that could come out while they're at Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman's impact was felt instantly. Coach Elston said Notre Dame can only target half the top 100 players in the country. We all want more talent at Notre Dame, but without ruining academics, we still want to make sure we have good gentlemen that move through the program are productive members of society, good employees, good business owners, good husbands, good dads, all that stuff. College football's changing, and I need Notre Dame to change with it. They have a great foundation in place. Now is the time to take the steps necessary to go from very good to elite when it comes to recruiting. I got a five-step plan to make it happen. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's go. That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back to a How Do We Get Notre Dame into Recruiting Elite Status Edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the show on the YouTube website. Hit subscribe. Give the video a thumbs up if you do approve of the content after watching. I do appreciate that. Twitter, type in the search bar Always Irish or at JKZND4. Emails, alwaysirishnd at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me, you could get me. Merchandise link is below in the description. Like, sub, share, review, send it to a friend, write mean things. I don't care what you do. I just like the engagement and the interaction. Okay, so here it is, guys. One topic guaranteed to bring out a million different opinions from all people who love the same thing is Notre Dame recruiting, okay? It's a very tedious issue to discuss. Academics are tied into it. Uh, are we letting enough guys in or are we not? What, you know, do, do, we, do we lower the standards to let more guys in, but then that causes problems, all this kind of stuff. And listen, it's nothing new. Frank Leahy had battles with the administration over football recruiting. This is nothing new. Everybody knows about Lou Holtz's ups and downs. He had flexibility until he didn't, okay? So Notre Dame football recruiting, what's allowed, what isn't allowed, the, the football side versus the academia side versus the admission side, that's all in play forever with Notre Dame. Frank Leahy had those issues. They thought Frank Leahy was getting too good, and they... They throttled the way Frank Leahy was recruiting because they were scared Notre Dame was going to be looked at as a football factory and not academics, okay? So they tried to do that to Frank even. So this is nothing new at Notre Dame. But I need to figure out how Notre Dame can recruit elitely while maintaining high-character guys and academic marks. That's the goal. 
I am not interested in winning a championship with a bunch of guys that can't read and write and we're paying for their mommies to have new houses and new cars. Dad's got a job he never has to show up to, makes two hundred grand a year. I don't want any of that. I'm not asking for any of that. I'm not advocating for any of that. My dream is for Notre Dame to win a championship while having great people there playing and kids that are decent students. I don't need them to all get straight A's. I don't. You could be a good student in Notre Dame without being a genius with test scores off the charts and straight A's. It's possible. It's feasible. Okay. So that's the delicate dance with Notre Dame recruiting always. How do you thread the needle to get as much talent in as you can, but also make sure it's not going to cause academic issues they, you overstep, let a guy in, and then he struggles, and then he can't play. You have a roster spot in limbo. It goes bad. We've all seen a bunch of those cases. So Notre Dame's in a very solid position now with what they built over the last four years. Really, really solid. Now that they're in a transition period with the roster at some key positions, some of the coaching staff paired up with some recent rule changes from the NCAA with college football. Now's the time for Notre Dame to implement my new five-step plan to get recruiting from good, very good, pretty good, wherever you think it is right now, and get it into the bottom of that elite level. So I got a five-step plan. Let's go over it in detail. Let's go. Okay, so here's number one, and it's called the Marcus Freeman effect, okay? So he's cut from a different cloth when it comes to recruiting. He made an impact day one, week one, week two. It's noticeable that the way Marcus Freeman recruits is different. If you follow Notre Dame recruiting at all, it took one week to notice this difference. He's relentless. He's aggressive He's just got a different battle cap mentality completely when it comes to how to recruit college football at Notre Dame. And I'm totally in love with it. His mentality is just different than anybody else on the staff. I'll give Quinn some credit. He's doing a pretty damn good job. The other reason I'm going to give Quinn credit is he was one of those buddy hires with Brian Kelly that everybody worried about when that transition was made when Harry went to the Bears and Quinn came in. Got to give him credit on what he's doing there. Holding his own on the field and in recruiting for the most part. But nobody on that staff can touch the relentlessness with which Marcus Freeman's already recruiting. I love it. I'm in love with him. I'm sending him a Valentine card next week. I want him to be mine. I love it, okay? So here's what I need. I either need Notre Dame to find more guys to put on the staff that are naturally inclined to be dogs on the trail the way this guy is, or I need everybody else to, in this room that's in this staff to look around at what Freeman's doing already and step it up a notch, okay? That's what I need. So I don't care which it is, but that's what I need. I need two to three guys recruiting the way he is already, preferably on the offensive side of the ball with skill positions and quarterbacks. That'd be nice, okay? So he's 
it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so blatantly obvious and clear. He's on a totally different level with his approach that it's refreshing. I love to have it in the program, but I need more of it. Okay. So the guys that are there, they need to look around and go, whoa, look at the gear this guy's on. I better step my game up or get rid of some people. Give me two or three more guys that look at it and approach it like him. I need one on the offensive side of the ball at least. Okay. So I know recruiting doesn't come naturally to everybody. It's I always come back to golf as an example just because I relate to it. If 10 guys all put in the same exact amount of effort and practice and lessons with golf, they could all improve. But the guys that naturally are God-gifted, inclined, comfortable at doing it are going to be better no matter how much if everybody practices equally. The guys that have a natural God-given gift for it are still going to be better. That's fine. I know everybody on the staff can't naturally do what he does with the vigor he does it. I don't need everybody to, but I need two or three or four guys to be on that level to get where we need to go. Oh, John, that seems like a lot. Go on the 247 website and look at the top individual recruiters and you'll see Alabama's got three or four guys in the top 10. Ohio State has three, two or three in the top 10. Okay, you need more dogs that approach it the way Freeman does. I don't care how you get there. But you need to get there. And I'm really hoping, I think it's unrealistic that they're going to let guys go and bring in guys that recruit like him the way I want. I really need those other guys to look at themselves now, see what Freeman's doing and say, I got to step it up. There's more meat left on this bone. And this new guy's coming in and blowing the doors off. So that's number one, the Marcus Freeman effect. And here's... Here's something else I'm going to add to this discussion with Freeman. This last week, he gave some interviews talking about the defense and what he expects, how he's approaching it and everything. And this guy's got the polish I think it takes to be a head coach already. The way he talks about things, the way he dances around some things and addresses other things. I like the way he speaks I like his polish. I like his delivery. I like his mentality. I'm already on the book saying I want him as Notre Dame's next head coach. John, you haven't even seen one down, blah, blah, blah. I know. I know. I'm putting myself out there in this boat. I love the guy. He has everything I want. He checks all of my boxes. And I'm comfortable saying this now. He checks all my Notre Dame boxes. All of them. He checks them. I want the next hot young head coach in South Bend. That's what I want. I love the guy. I want him as our next coach. I'm, I'm not coming off that till I have evidence to. The defense sucks. Maybe I'll change my mind, but I really don't think that's going to happen with this guy overseeing it. Okay? So that's number one, the Marcus Freeman recruiting effect. Get on his level somehow. We need more guys like that. Here's number two. You got to become transfer portal champions, okay? With the new NCAA rule change that allows kids to leave one time without sitting out and transfer. This is a great way to shore up your roster very, very quickly. 
Now, I realize transferring from another school into Notre Dame is tricky because the academics are such that it's hard and not everybody could just transfer from any school right into Notre Dame. I understand that. But I need a transfer portal uh, director of recruiting for transfer portal, whatever you want to call it. I need Notre Dame to have that. Port, portal, cor, portal coordinator is what I'm trying to say. Portal coordinator, need it. Okay, this is a great extra tool you could use as a safety net. You end up with one position with a bunch of catastrophic injuries or guys transferring out and your recruiting class isn't ready to fill those roles. That's where you could use the transfer portal as a bailout, as a safety net. So I need Notre Dame active every single day. Somebody needs to monitor every name coming and going off that portal. It's going to be a great new way to shore up your roster outside of the normal way recruiting. So I need Notre Dame to be portal champions. I need a portal coordinator. Use this to your advantage. Now, Notre Dame's doing a pretty good job of this. I'm not saying they they aren't. I think they're doing a good job of it. I need that to continue and grow as this trend becomes more common where some really good players are transferring out somewhere else for whatever reason. Get in on that whenever you can. That's number two. Okay, so let's move on to number three. Now, number three, this is where it's going to start to get. Uh, this is where it's going to start to get probably controversial, and uh, I'm going to go over it, and we'll see what you guys think. I need a little more flexibility in academics for the football program. That's number three. Okay, I'm not talking about guys that can't read or write. I'm not talking about buying houses for their families. I'm not talking about any of that. I already went over. I am not interested in turning Notre Dame into a football factory with a bunch of guys that can't read and write, and they're running around town causing trouble. Not interested in that. It would not be fulfilling for me for Notre Dame to win a title doing it that way. My dream and my mission of this show is to see Notre Dame win a championship the Notre Dame way. Good, moral, character, upstanding players and coaches, and pretty darn good students. Pretty darn good. Doesn't mean they all have to have straight A's and perfect test scores. It doesn't. You don't need that to get through Notre Dame, okay? So, I need some guys that maybe, God forbid, they get more B's than A's. Oh, my God. The, just me saying it, the Notre Dame degree isn't worth as much. Get real, okay? I'm talking about great kids, hardworking kids, strong family values, kids that are willing to work to get into and through Notre Dame. That's what I'm talking about. Mike Goolsby on the Blue and Gold show, the old Notre Dame linebacker, he was talking with my friend Mike Singer about some kids he's referred to Notre Dame from his area, okay? Great kids, just good football players, great families, all this stuff. And then Mike Goolsby, a Notre Dame insider, reaches out to the program and says, I got a few kids in my area you should look at. Couldn't even sniff Notre Dame because the test scores weren't quite high enough. Those are the kind of kids I'm talking about. 
And I think you would be amazed how much this flexibility would change the roster. If you could just get two to three kids on, two kids on each side of the ball in a recruiting cycle that are just outside whatever those current guidelines are for test scores and grades. Not bad students, not lazy students, just guys that maybe aren't intellectually elite, but they're going to work hard and could get through Notre Dame. I'm not asking for bums. I'm not asking for that. I'm just looking for Notre Dame to look at the kid as a whole. And if their test scores or GPA isn't quite what you would like, but everything else is good, family values, doesn't get in trouble, respectful, hardworking, understands how hard it's going to be at Notre Dame, willing to do it. If they check all those boxes, I need a little bit more flexibility. Give me two, three, four kids a year even that are right outside that bubble. Mike Elston on signing day said Notre Dame can only target half of the top 100 kids in the country. So you're behind before you even start because your net, your casting's half as big as everybody else. So I need a little more flexibility, not even a lot. I just need a little bit of flexibility in academia to get us over the hump. Just a little. This must be done carefully. Vet the families, vet the kids very well, talk to their coaches, talk to their community, talk to their teachers, okay? Anybody that gets in on this little extra leeway, I want them to know it and extra will be required of them. Whether that's a mentoring program with other uh, players, extra meetings with guidance counselors to make sure they're not overwhelmed and they're on track with their academics, their stress level, their mental health, all that kind of stuff, okay? Give these kids a chance to change their lives forever by attending Notre Dame, but they have to be the right guys. Does us no good to extend this to guys that have no chance of getting through no matter what, don't have the right mindset, aren't mature enough to do it. The vetting process is key here. If the grades and test scores aren't exactly what Notre Dame's looking for, everything else has to be. That's how I think this needs to be done. This tiny extra leeway we currently don't have could make a huge difference in this recruiting operation. Just give me a little bit more flexibility and extra vetting with these kids. Now, There's always going to be pushbacks on this. And I'm not calling it lowering academics. I'm calling it flexibility to be able to gauge who's a good person and should be able to do this. So I'm not just talking about lowering it. I'm looking at the person as a total being, not just their GPA and their test scores. What kind of person are they? What kind of family values do they come from? That kind of stuff. So the argument here that I hear is, you know, this Notre Dame degree wouldn't be worth as much if we lowered the academics just for football and all this stuff. That is the most offensive and disingenuous argument I've ever heard with Notre Dame. And here's why. If you say to me, 
you know, say you're some big shot Notre Dame graduate lawyer, you know, now you're some big shot uh, CEO of some tech company or uh, whatever it might be. You got a fancy engineering degree, make a bank off that from Notre Dame, okay? All that. Let's say that's your deal. And then these people want to say to me, every time I bring this up with these academics, I hear, well, then you're going to run down that Notre Dame degree. You're just like everybody else and all this stuff. Here's why that's disingenuous and offensive. All these people that have benefited in their careers from the Notre Dame logo on their resume, and then they get these good jobs and make their way up the corporate ladder and all that stuff, financial comfort that comes with a degree from Notre Dame, usually in the job market. Here's the deal. I got to ask you, what do you think makes that Notre Dame degree so damn valuable? What do you think that is? Do you think it was all those high-profile math tests you did or the research project you did? No, I got news for you. Your degree's only worth what it is worth today because Notre Dame was elite at football. Not pretty good, not very good, not okay, elite. Elite football success is the main reason the Notre Dame degree and brand is worth what it is today. If it wasn't for Rockney bringing the team all over the country, building the Notre Dame brand worldwide, not even just countrywide, worldwide, without that growth sparked by elite winning football success, none of those Notre Dame degrees would be worth near what they are today. So, For you to be in a position to tell me you don't want to lower academics for football because it'll affect the impression of your fancy Notre Dame degree, that is totally disingenuous. Elite football winning is the main reason the degree's worth what it is. Notre Dame did not uh, acquire worldwide acclaim from math tests. They didn't. It was from winning championships in football. That's why your fancy Notre Dame degree is worth so much. You go overseas somewhere, somebody sees your Notre Dame shirt. They don't think about the math you just did. They think about football. That's the reason the degree is worth a lot. For you to turn your back on that now that it's worth a lot and not value keeping that going offends me. It offends me. Okay, it's like you got yours and all that winning got your degree to where it's worth a lot now because everybody knows that Notre Dame brand, but you're against that continuing. No, 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 no. That's disingenuous. That's disingenuous. Okay, without football success, your Notre Dame degree is worth half what it is today, at least, if not more. So to turn your back on what made the place famous offends me. You should do everything it takes to maintain the biggest part of what made your university. And that's elite football success. Not pretty good. Elite. Elite. Everybody was mad when Tony Rice got into Notre Dame, not on his grades, but on a governmental exemption program. People around Notre Dame were mad. You can't do this. Look at what you're doing, letting this guy in, okay? 
You know when nobody was complaining that Tony Rice got into Notre Dame? When he won a championship! I didn't hear any of these nerds complaining when he won a championship at Notre Dame. So spare me your highfalutin book learning angle on this. Spare me. It's disingenuous. Your Notre Dame degree isn't worth shit without elite football success. Everybody involved owes it to themselves to keep that going. Keep it going. Notre Dame's original mission was to educate mostly poor immigrants new into the country so they could make it in the new world. How did that slowly turn into, you you can only come here if you're a genius and you're rich. That is not the original intent of Notre Dame. It's to let people have the possibility to experience self-actualization in their lives. These rich, smart kids are going to have that and be fine no matter where they go. Give some of these borderline kids a chance to change their lives forever, like a lot of that 88 team did. That's the thing. You guys all think everybody on the 88 team was geniuses, just perfect ACT scores. You're absolutely dreaming, and you've done no research if you think that. Lou Holtz had flexibility, and he won a championship because of it. Then he didn't, then he didn't, and then he left, okay? So you need some more flexibility here. Do your vetting, but the, the argument that it'll lessen the Notre Dame degree offends me to the core because the only reason the degree is worth what it is is championship college football at Notre Dame. We all owe it to keep that going, and it's offensive to me when these highfalutin intellectual types are against it. Your degree wouldn't be worth shit without championships in football, period. I need a little more flex. Okay, so number four is an offshoot of the academic flexibility angle. Number four is Notre Dame's got to do an amazing A-plus job of landing all of the smart kids that they want, okay? So of the kids that do check all the academic boxes, you can't be losing them to other football factories. That has to be Notre Dame's bread and butter niche. That's the reason losing Will Shipley to Clemson hurt me so much because he checked all the boxes. The academics weren't an issue. Those are the kind of kids Notre Dame needs to land. You're already casting a smaller recruiting net. You got to get all the smart kids you want. Let the other ones go to Vanderbilt, to Clark Lee, Stanford out in California, Northwestern, whatever. Notre Dame needs to get all of the smart kids they can cast the net for that they want. So they're doing a pretty good job on that. And I understand with Will Shipley, If it's, I want to be closer to family, there's nothing you could do to overcome that. I understand it. I'm just using that as an example. So that's number four. Like, regardless of the academic flexibility or if we don't get any more, you got to do a good job then of getting all the smart kids you want. That's number four. 
So now we transition into item number five. Item number five is a futuristic item. I think some of you may roll your eyes at number five or think that it's far-fetched. I am convinced this is the future of recruiting and probably one of the best and only ways to start to level out the lack of parity we're seeing in college football where right now the top three to four teams have the most talent, elite talent and it's not even close. So here's number five. The NCAA has now legally changed their bylaws to where players can now be compensated for their image, likeness, making up speaking appearances, autograph signing, show up at a car dealership and take pictures with the kids, whatever. Whatever it is, it's no longer illegal for them to get paid for their image, likeness, appearances, stuff like that. So here's what I need. I need Notre Dame to create a a department just for this new law change. I want the vast and very wealthy and connected Notre Dame alumni base to start offering players these business opportunities to create and advance their personal brand, learn about business, make some money, help that company. It's a great way, I think to maybe be able to steal some talent away from the powers that be. So do you want to be the fourth best guy at Ohio State or Alabama? Or be the number one guy in South Bend and Chicago where there's marketing opportunities, you could grow your brand, internship at one of these companies owned by a Notre Dame alum, get your business experience, all of that and Be able to play football at Notre Dame. It's a win across the board, okay? I think a top-rated quarterback would love to be the name brand face of a Notre Dame alumni-owned Chicago company, okay? So the way I see this is, please, somebody call me. I would be happy to create this program. Give me a database of all the alums that are CEOs or on boards and in these big time companies and let me approach them and say, do you want to partner up with the football program on this? So then you develop a network of these companies that are willing to take your best players and bring them under their wing for an internship, let them make some money, learn about their business, all that kind of stuff while at Notre Dame. I think This is going to be the future. And I know people are going, John, now it sounds like you're paying guys to come. I'm not comfortable with that. It's not wrong anymore. It's not illegal anymore. This is a chance to level the playing field because so many teams have been paying players and their families already. Now is a chance for you to get involved legally. Legally. So you frame this as an opportunity to get your feet wet in the business world. You make some appearances, learn about business by being there, make some money, grow your brand. It's all perfect. You're telling me these Notre Dame alums that love the football program wouldn't want to hook up and do something like this? 
It's a win for everybody. Smart schools are going to start creating these programs. It's coming. I need Notre Dame to be in front of this wave, not behind it. This can be another part of the 40 for 4 recruiting pitch. Get business experience, grow your brand. That's everything to these kids in case you haven't noticed. These 18-year-olds are all about building their social media brand. This is a great way to do that. Okay, so Notre Dame's unique position as a national and worldwide brand, not just regional and local, puts them in position where if leveraged correctly, this should be a huge advantage for a place like Notre Dame. If you just get one elite quarterback that wants to do all this and learn about business, then, then, then it, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Leverage your brand to attract more talent. There is no stigma anymore. It is not wrong anymore. Now, you can't just find a kid out for a money grab. You have to make sure they're looking at it the long term. Learning about business while earning some money. Like, it can't just be a money grab. I'm not looking for those kids. But kids that want to do this, that are genuine about it, I think it's a great way to go. And you're going to start seeing programs building this framework. I know I've heard this talked about with Michigan as a way to combat the talent disparity between Ohio State and them. I've heard Steve Dace of the Michigan podcast talking about leveraging the Jordan brand for Michigan to try and do exactly what I'm talking about. I did a show on this back in summer when I heard they were changing this law. And I said, Notre Dame has to get in front of this. It's the future of recruiting. It's one more avenue you could pitch to guys that this is just a part of it. Hey, I don't care. Give some some guys college credits for learning business by being there and putting in a bunch of hours doing something with these companies or whatever. I just feel like this is the future And it's a way to start leveling out the talent disparity. Somebody call me. I am happy to put this all together. It would be a dream come true. I would drop everything else I'm doing and focus on building this program. Finding companies that want to be a part of it and filling out the framework. I think this is a no-brainer. Somebody at Notre Dame, call me. I will work day in, day out, all day on building this for Notre Dame. It's the future, okay? So those are my five steps to get us closer to elite recruiting status. I don't think any of them are over the top or outrageous. Notre Dame's in a good spot. I'm trying to get them into an even better spot. And I feel like all five of these things are perfectly realistic and doable. Is Notre Dame willing to ramp it up here and get modern? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to see. See you later.